Are you doing the introduction or you just want me to go ahead? I'm, I'm going to introduce you, Bishop. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, greetings to all of you and uh, welcome to Prophetic by Design, our teaching series. And we're so glad to have all of you that have been joining in and part of our teaching series. We've, we, we were glad to have uh, Apostle John Fenica last week and he, he taught and shared some very important truths with us and really left us with a lot to think about and, and to go into. And uh, I was really inspired by what he shared in terms of the prophetic and us understanding uh, uh, certain elements of the prophetic. And one of the major statements he made is that we need to raise the bar in the area of the prophetic. And part of that is he says, let's go back to the scriptures and what the scriptures say about what it means to be prophetic. So tonight we are also blessed to have all the way from Detroit, Michigan, uh, Bishop Ricardo Thomas, uh, no stranger to the Potter's House family, but uh, to some of you that have been joining in in the series, uh, there is some, uh, you may hear him for the first time. He is really a great man of God, uh, really accomplished man of God, has traveled quite extensively doing missions in Africa for a long time. It's been over, I think it's over 20 years now, Bishop. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, a good while, you're right. <laughs> yeah, so so we're excited to have you, Bishop, all the way from Faith Tabernacle Church in, in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, well, greetings to you, to your family, uh, to your your eldership, and, and also to the membership of Faith Tab. Uh, we normally are used to having you come and visit us, and we're looking forward yes. to that time again. But tonight, we, we're glad to have Bishop with us. The, the ministry has really been founded by his, by his own dad, uh, Bishop Thomas, uh, the senior, and uh, his mom. And they really, it's a ministry that is really built on the supernatural, really built on the manifestation of the gifts of the spirit. And uh, he grew up in that culture. So a lot of what he's going to share with us tonight is going to really bless us. So I want to introduce you and welcome Bishop Ricardo Thomas. He's going to share with us tonight on understanding the prophetic. And uh, there's, some, there's some dimensions on it. Bishop, even towards the end, we made us have a, a few questions uh, from the people that I would pose to you. And you could just share some of your thoughts with us. So over to okay, you. Okay, great. Uh, thank, thank you, uh, Pastor Niker. You, uh, uh, you are you are a friend. You we consider you here at Faith Tabernacle Church uh, a part of our our family. Um, and and I'm so glad to be with you at, at Potter's House. All of you. Uh, I don't even again. I don't want to start naming names. But all of you know how much that I love you and how much you have received me. And many of you have received me into your homes personally and have, have fed me. Uh, I just want to just uh, uh, give you honor. Uh, and I, I'm grateful for being able to talk about understanding prophecy. And as a matter of fact, at this time, uh, it is something that myself and Elder Sharon Dumpert have been teaching for the last two months uh, here again 
at our own assembly. But let me go into a word of prayer, uh, first of all. Heavenly Father, I just ask right now that those that are listening, those that will be listening uh, later through the internet, uh, I ask for a spirit of enlightenment, spirit of discernment, uh, that we all can better understand what the prophetic is, uh, is about. And it's about you, God, speaking to us in this day, the things that you have already predestinated and ordained for our lives, as you say in Jeremiah 29, 11, that you have plans for us, plans not to harm us, but plans to, uh, to prosper us and to, for we to have a, a good life. So, Father, I ask that our hearts are open, our, our, our minds are open, our, our spirits are open, that we can receive your teachings uh, in such a way that we can walk in uh, divine revelation of what you have ordained for our life. I give you the praise, I give you the honor, I give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Potter's House, so glad to be with you. Uh, Bishop B. Ricardo Thomas, Faith Tabernacle Church in Highland Park, Michigan. And understanding prophecy is, is really a, a six to eight week course that uh, we generally teach. And so I'm going to, um, in the time frame that I have, I'm going to ask that you take out your, your uh, a pencil and paper because some scriptures I'm going to give you, I'm not going to have the time to read them all, but uh, you being students of the scriptures, you being students of the Bible, uh, I, I believe that you would take it upon yourselves to, to read them and see that the things that I am teaching tonight is, is, is not just coming from me, but it's coming from the, the, the scriptures of God. From the, from the word of God. And understanding prophecy, the reason that I started teaching this and I started teaching this, um, wow, it's been almost 20, about 16 years ago, uh, was to take the mysticism out of it, to take the spookiness out of uh, prophecy because a lot of people, when they are in the church and someone starts prophesying over them or speaking a prophetic word, uh, they get scared. They wonder what, what is going on. And, and somebody will speak into their life with a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge. And, and they know like, who told them that? Who, who said that? And, and, but it's coming from God is coming from the spirit of God, speaking to the people at a specific time for their edification, for their uh, uh, growth, for their comfort, and even at times for their rebuke. And, and so this is why we started teaching our class on understanding uh, prophecy. And, and we, we wanted to take the erroneous teaching uh, out of it and a lot of the self-promotion that comes with it. And, and those are the things that I, like I said, I usually teach this for uh, uh, the, the topics that I generally cover are what is prophecy? 
the three sources of prophetic ministry, uh, the different levels of prophetic, the attitudes toward <clears throat> the prophetic ministry, and then how to judge uh, the prophecy and how we respond to prophecy. I won't have the opportunity to talk to you about all of those things to, uh, tonight, but one thing that I know for sure is the Potter's House, Potter's House Ministry there in Durban, uh, South Africa, is a, is a ministry that is, is based on faith and, and the prophetic. And so you, you, you are familiar with prophecy coming forth. You are familiar with uh, Pastor, uh, Pastor Gerald uh, speaking to you. Uh, let me turn that off. Pastor Gerald speaking to you. Uh, can you still hear me, Pastor Gerald? Yes. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure you can hear me because I had to turn my alarm system system off uh, to uh, I'm used, I know you're used to him speaking to you in a prophetic voice because uh, he has a gift on his life to, uh, uh, he's called to an, uh, uh, the office of, uh, of a prophet. Uh, he may not call himself a prophet, but, but he is a prophet. He operates in that gift and in that, that calling, not just in that spirit. And see, there is a difference as well when we talk about the spirit of prophecy and we talk about the, the office of a, a, of a prophet. And uh, a prophet is someone, um, and I'm, I'm not going to take uh, for granted that everybody knows everything. And for some of you, I may be telling you some of the things that you already know. But as a teacher, I, I can't take for granted those, those things, but uh, it's the foretelling of, of what is to come, is the declaration of what God has ordained for a person's life, but above all, it is divinely inspired. Uh, it gives instructions, it gives exhortation, uh, it, it tells us, uh, it gives us guidance, and one thing that I do when I when I teach Bible classes is I use what is called uh, the rule of first mention or the law of first mention. And what that is, is when was this term first used in the scriptures? And when you find out the uh, when it was used and in the context that it was used, you will have an understanding what it should uh, entail in the rest of the Bible that was uh, canonized and given by the inspiration of God. And using the rule of first mission, when the word prophet was first used in the Bible was in Genesis 20 and seven. And this is when Abraham and Sarah went down to Egypt during the time of famine. And he told uh, the, the king that uh, Sarah was his, uh, was his sister. And, and this is what God spoke to the king uh, in, in verse uh, chapter 20 and verse 7. And again, I say, have a pencil and paper, write down these scriptures so you can uh, study them for, your, for yourself. 
It says, now therefore restore the man's wife, for he is a prophet. God is telling uh, Abimelech, he's letting him know that don't, don't touch this man's wife because he is a prophet and he will pray for you and you shall live. This is letting us know the context of what God is using a prophet for. A prophet is to bring a word into the people of God's life and not just the, the believers of God, but even those that don't believe. But God is, is, is letting them know that the prophet is to speak a word that they shall live. But and it says, but if you do not restore her, in other words, when, when the prophetic word comes to you, we have to be obedient to that word because if we're not obedient to the prophetic word that God gives us through the man or through the woman of God, that we will suffer certain things uh, uh, by that. And it, and it says so, it says so that you shall live. But if you do not restore her, it says, know that you shall surely die, you and all who are yours. Because so within we're talking about the uh, generational blessings or generational cursings that will come and that will emanate out of a prophetic word. And this is the rule of first mention. This is the law of first mention in Genesis 20 and, and, and 7. So we know that a prophet, he speaks or she speaks the divine word of uh, inspiration from, from God. They, they uh, speak the utterance of God. They speak the, the spirit of God. And we know that God is the master communicator. Now, one of the things that we, we, we find out is that in Ephesians, uh, and you have to read it all from 9, Ephesians 1, 9 through 18, but I'm going to only read uh, verses 9 and verses 18, okay? It says, uh, the revelation in the knowledge of him, and, and we're talking about unveiling the mysteries of the things previously unknown by the way of the Holy Spirit, that we may be enlightened as to what is our expectations from God and our actions toward God and, and one. And, and, and it says, it says, having been made known to us <clears throat> the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed in himself. God God has in himself things that he has ordained for our lives. And, and when you read Ephesians, um, and this is a sidebar, people at Faith Tab know that sidebars are what we call free of charge. Uh, when you read the book of Ephesians, uh, Ephesians 1 is a book of revelation. And, and Ephesians chapter 3 is a book of, uh, of uh, realization where it comes to realize the revelation that Paul was given in, um, in chapter, chapter one. And, and, and then uh, going back to, to that, that same chapter in chapter one, uh, verse 18, it says that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened 
that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. When you receive a prophetic word from God, God is speaking to you according to uh, his will for your life, his, his way for your life. And, 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 and it's up to us. And that's when we get into the areas that I, I can't go into today when we talk about judging prophecy and determining uh, if, it's a, if it's a word from, from God or, or not. But one of the things that I wanna tell you about prophecy, if you look in, write this down, Deuteronomy 29, and, and 29, and it says, the secret things belong unto the Lord, our God, but those things which are revealed belong to us. See, see God has things that, that is only for him to know, but there are things that he reveals to us as believers, even as non-believers, uh, a word is spoken for them that would draw them through Jesus Christ to be reconciled to him. And it says, which are revealed, they belong to us and to our children forever. So when we receive a prophetic word that is pronounced upon our life, it's not just for our benefit, but it's for the benefit of our children, for our grandchildren, for our, the generations to come. And that's why it's so important that when we receive a prophetic word, that we not only hear it, but we obey it. Uh, the, the old Hebrew word of uh, Shema, uh, S-H-E-M-A, it, it meant not just to hear, but to obey. Because uh, for the Jewish people, for the Hebrew people, uh, it wasn't even a, a, a question. When you heard the word of God, you knew to obey the word of God. So when you hear a prophetic word of God, you are not just to hear it, but you are to embrace it. And then you are to obey it. You are to, to do it because it's gonna be a blessing upon your life and upon the life of your children and your grandchildren and upon the lineage of your, 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 your family. Uh, so we find out that through these things that there are three levels of uh, the truth that God gives and some things he keeps to himself, some things that he reveals to, to us and some things that he reveals that we are to share with other people as, as well. The things that, that he keeps to himself, that's why it says in the book of Isaiah that, that his ways are not his ways, his thoughts are not his thoughts. We can't, we can't even comprehend or fathom, you know, the depth of, of, of God. But we are to be so grateful and, and we are to be so uh, honored that he will share the riches of his glory to us, that, that we should operate and that we should flow in obedience. And the things that he shares to us there are some things that he shares to us prophetically, or he shows us in dreams, he shows us in, in visions, and we have to, that's why I pray for discernment in, in our lives, because some things that God will reveal to us, 
um, we are to just pray for. We are not to speak uh, and share and tell the whole congregation or people like that there. He gives them to us to let us know what we are to intercede about. Those are the prophetic dreams and visions that he gives to us. And then there are some things that he gives to us that he wants us to go to a specific person and speak to us. And that's when we get into uh, prophetic preaching, uh, prophetic utterance, and, and things of, of, of that nature. Uh, uh, again, um, this, this special people to whom God reveals his will and his plans are not just an, an elite group of seers and uh, prophets, but uh, believers. And this is when we, uh, uh, I don't know how much time we have, but see there, there is uh, there's the spirit of prophecy. There is the gift of prophecy. And there is the offer of a prophet. And, 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 and there are times when uh, a spirit of prophecy may operate in, in your service. And, and I know there have been times at, at Potter's house. I know there have been times in Faith Tabernacle in, in Detroit and other ministries where, where the spirit of the Lord is so heavy and manifested uh, in the church where people will begin to prophesy, as it says in the book of Joel, where it talks about your know, old men will dream dreams, your young people will have vision. It talks about people will be prophesying. And people that would normally, uh, that don't operate in the office of the prophet or the gift of the pro prophecy, you will find them because of the spirit of prophecy is in the house. They will begin to lay hands on one another. They will begin to speak into each other's lives. And that is the spirit of prophecy. And, and where the uh, erroneous thinking and teaching comes into a lot of ministries is because when we see a spirit of prophecy in the house, and people will be laying hands on one another and speaking a prophetic word in, in each other. And then after that, people will say like, you know, you a prophet, I heard you. And, 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 and that's not true. That's just because the spirit of prophecy was in the house and it causes everyone that's under that anointing to operate in that spirit of prophecy. So, so that's, that's one level of prophecy is when the spirit of prophecy is over the house. But then there is the gift of prophecy as it speaks in, in, in Romans uh, 12, as it speaks in Corinthians, as it speaks in Ephesians 4. Uh, again, I have so many scriptures that I could, could share, with, share with you if I was teaching the whole series. But uh, you know where it says in Ephesians 4 that that God has gave gifts to the body. He, he gave apostles, he gave uh, prophets, he gave pastors, he gave teachers, he gave evangelists. Uh, the gift of the prophet that he gives to the body of Christ, this is, this is one that, that has that gift as a, as a prophet 
to, to, to speak to the people of God and to speak to the people of God, the utterances and the word of God so that the people of God and, and many people uh, talk about prophets and prophecy uh, from the, uh, the New Testament in Corinthians where it talks about to exhort, to, to edify and to comfort. But uh, that does not negate the fact that even in the Old Testament and the New Testament, that those that operate as in, in the gift of the prophet, uh, they can rebuke as well. Uh, because there may be a word from God that God will give to someone that has the gift of prophecy to speak to you and say, hey, you need to stop doing this. You need to, to cut that out and they will abuse, rebuke you or they will admonish you. And, and if you have the spirit of God, we need to accept that. And it's, again, when you get a prophetic word in your life or on your life or upon your life, it's up to you to obey that. And, and that's the portion of my teaching when I, I talk about how to respond to the prophetic. That's a that's a whole, whole nother uh, lesson there. And then there are, are, are those that walk in the office of a, of a prophet. You have the, the spirit of prophecy, the gift of a of, of prophet, and there's an office. That's when people are ordained, recognized as a prophet in the house, prophet in the ministry, prophet over the nations, and, and they have a higher calling where they, they utter the, 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 the word of God for the people of God or for the nation of God. And it, it is still recognized today. Sometimes the world would not recognize it, but it still doesn't discount it. Uh, uh, your, 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 your pastor, uh, pa Pastor Jill, he, he walks in that, thank you so much, he walks in that anointing. I have seen him for almost 20 years. Uh, and, and many of you in Potter's house, y'all know how the spirit of the anointing has just come upon him. And all of a sudden he'll start speaking prophetically. You know, that spirit of prophecy comes. It ignites the gift of prophecy in, in his life. And he walks in the office of a prophet and he begins to declare things and, and, and when you when you're in that office, you you don't you don't have any fear. You don't think like what I'm saying is crazy. You don't think like what if this is not right. You are you are operating in the authority and the anointing of Holy Spirit, and you're just speaking the words that Holy Spirit gives you. And and for those that are receiving the words of uh, the gift of prophecy or the office of a prophet, it's, it's up to you to respond to that. And, and the respond to that is in, in, in obedience. And so um, what comes to mind, and, and, and I'm, I gotta go past uh, some of these things, but I want to, mm, just give give me just 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 a minute because I have to go to I want to go to three things that I want to talk about and um, that is um, 
where the, the different spirits of prophecy, uh, let me, uh, Well, greetings. I, I, I think uh, Bishop Thomas just got cut off. He's going he's gonna to rejoin us uh, in a little while. So we're going to just continue for a little while while he is there. We've got some of his members of his congregation with us. He's got his brother, um, Morris. Uh, yes, how you doing? Can you see me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You want to just greet the people and just share a thought? Oh, okay, I can only see you. I can't see you. Yeah. Okay, am I back on? Yeah, so how's yeah. everybody doing? You're back. Okay, on. somebody somebody had called me and I tried to okay. cut them off. And uh but let, let, let me get back to where 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 I was I was at. Sure. I, I I need a, a tech guy with me. If I had Joe Ash with me, he probably would have told me not to even acknowledge the call. Is Pastor Niker and uh Potter's house still there? Yes, sir. We with you. We can okay, hear you. All right. Okay. Great. Okay. Um, it, it it got me a little discombobulated there for for just just a minute. Just give me um, just give me just a a minute that I can um. Yeah, I'm 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 good. Uh, Pastor Lots. I just uh, I got off track with 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 that right 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 there. Uh, to end, I, I want to let you know, I talked about your, your pastor, your leader, and how he operates in that gift of prophecy. So I want to tell you this here. I want to tell you about three sources of the prophetic ministry. I want you to get an understanding of that. Uh, the first one is the spirit of God. Uh, when you look at 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17, it talks about all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for, for correction and instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished into all good works. When you hear a prophetic word that comes from the spirit of God, it's going to correct you. It's going to be profitable. It's going to benefit you. Uh, it's going to give you instructions. Uh, it's going to make sure that, that you are equipped, that you are uh, perfected, and that you are matured. And it's going to give you direction. And, and, and that's the first source of uh, a prof prophetic ministry. The second source of prophetic ministry, and this is why it's so important to understand the prophetic, and this is why we teach on that because there is a spirit of man. The spirit of man you will find in Romans 1, again, write that down, Romans 1, 21 and 22. And, and listen here, it says, because that when they knew God, these were guys that were in the church, these were guys who believed, they knew God, but they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their own imaginations. We have people that have the gift of prophecy, but instead of relying on the spirit of God, 
they're relying on the spirit of self. They begin to lift themselves up. And this is what this is saying in Romans 1, 21 and 22. It says, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And, and that's why it's so important that I pray for a spirit of discernment upon the people of God, that they're able to differentiate between what is the spirit of God, what is the spirit of man, and then the, the third source of the spirit of prophecy is, is, uh, is the spirit of deception. And But write this down as, again for this, the, the spirit of, of man. That's Jeremiah 29, verses 9 through 23. And, uh, and I want to stay in this time limit, especially uh, verses 11 through 14. I, I don't have the time to go through those there. But I want to give you the, the third spirit, and that's the spirit of deception. The spirit of deception is Deuteronomy 13 one through five, and I have to read this. And, and this is when, when Moses was getting ready to, uh, his, his, his great go away, Joshua was, was great to take him to in, uh, over into the, the, the land of Jordan. And it says, if there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and giveth thee a sign or a wonder, and the sign of wonder comes to pass, whereof he spoken to thee, saying, let us go after other gods which thou hast not known, and let us serve them. It tells you, you shall not hearken unto the words of that prophet. It's not that he isn't a prophet, but he's a prophet that's leading you in a direction that's contrary to what God has already taught you. And that's why it's so important for us to know the word of God. And if we know the word of God, if someone that operates in that gift of prophecy is prophesying something that is contrary to the word of God, we know not to follow that person. And the reason that so many people are, are swayed and follow different people and prophetic, prophetic people is because they don't know the word of God. And that's why it's important that we as pastors and we as teachers uh, teach you and, and, and try to equip you to know the word of God for yourself. As it says in 2 Timothy 2.15, you know that we know the word of, of God, a, a workman that not be ashamed, you know, rightly dividing the word of, of, of truth. My time is, is, is drawing short, but I want to go here and say, um, thou shalt not hearken unto the word of that prophet or that dream or dreams, for the Lord your God proveth you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and you walk after the Lord your God and fear him and obey his word. It's important that we first of all know the word of God, that we can discern if a spirit of deception is operating 
in someone that is it that has the gift of prophecy. And that's why I teach on understanding prophecy, because we can hear a prophetic word and it sounds real good and we'll go after it, but it's operating in the spirit of deception. And, and, and we'll go off and go away from the spirit of God. So it's so important. And I want to want to leave you with that. Study to show your self-approved, knowing the word of God, because once we know the word of God and, and we ask God, we ask Holy Spirit to, to, to move in our hearts, to move in our minds, that when we hear a word, that we can discern if it's a spirit of God, if it's a spirit of man, or if it's a spirit of deception because the gift of prophecy can work in any three of those spirits. And so we have to understand that. And the spirit of God is gonna prove itself true. This, this spirit of man is, is self-lifting and uplifting. And many people seek after words of God when the word of God is in, 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 in his word and in the Bible. God bless you, God keep you. Uh, when I come to South Africa, Durban, I may have a time to teach this whole series. In the meantime, listen to your pastor, Pastor Gerald Niker, Pilot's House Ministries in, in Durban. I, I know he is a man of God. He teaches the word of God. He is thorough. He is correct. And invite your family and friends that's in that Durban area to connect with him. He's, uh, I, I think so highly of him that people that have connected with, with, with me, since I'm not there in South Africa, South Africa, I've asked him to just oversee those people. And he has been doing a tremendous job with uh, the different churches there in South Africa. Pastor Gerald, God bless you. God bless you, uh, Pilot's House Ministry, for inviting me to share with you today. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bishop. I, uh, I like the, the points that you used in, in in the closing, you know, in, in terms of the three sources of, of, of pro, pro, prophecy, because I believe one of the, the, the things that is prevailing in the church, not only in Africa, but globally right now, is a strong spirit of deception. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. that, that, that has crept in under the guise of prophetic ministry. And, mm -hmm. and because Sometimes the Bible says, you know, um, you know, we have ears and we cannot hear, we have eyes and we cannot see. And <laughs> right, right. We have gotten to that place where we, we, we just accept what is given without having a measurement tool against which we can use. Because when we speak about the spirit of discernment, it has to be something that has to be developed in each one of us. Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm sure you would have been speaking about, uh, you would have went on if you had more time on judging prophecy, because yeah. a, a lot of that leads on to learning how to judge prophecy and, yeah. and, and, and looking not only at the word, but the character, uh, even of the person that is releasing the word, you know, the track mm -hmm. record of the person releasing the word, because the, the, those lends to the credibility of the word that is being brought forth. Yes. Know? So thank you, thank you very much for sharing with us. I think there was a lot that we that we gleaned just from from a few uh, the few minutes that you had in sharing with us. And uh, 
I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to even in the future, you know, just having you come on and we're probably, what I'd like to do is have a group discussion with a, a few senior men of God that have been okay, in the yeah. prophetic ministry. And I want to talk about how do we um, raise a prophetic house, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and prophetic churches, you know, because I believe the, the prophetic gift must not be isolated. You know, and mustn't operate in isolation, but it should work as a complement to the body of Christ. That, and it should be part of the team-based ministry. And so, mm -hmm. so and, and I think that's where the problem is because many times people in the prophetic gift are, get isolated from the local church and start operating outside the parameters of the local church, whereas they could be operating within the local church. Yes. Yeah, and that that that's so important, Pastor, because uh, with with each of the gifts, we have to remember what 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 God says in Matthew's, where He gave uh, certain people one talent, certain people five talents, certain people ten talents, and because you operate in a certain gift, doesn't mean that you operate on this level. You know, you may God gives you the capacity and the grace to operate on this level or this level, and we have to know our capacity and not operate out of that. And, and we had that in America for, uh, you know, for the last five years where we had prophetic people talking to people about leadership, but it was out of the spirit of deception. It was out of the, really out of the spirit of God, but God, in America back to him because uh, it showed what uh, America be, could be like without the presence of God in, the, in the, where it's chaos, where it's a lot of destruction, a lot of division has came back into the country uh, because we weren't hearing from the spirit of God and the spirit. Mm -hmm. Amen, amen. But thank you, thank you, Bishop, for sharing that. Uh, I, I see that we got on, also on our group your brother, Mor Morris, with us. And yeah, I seen him on there a minute ago. Yeah, Elder yeah. Morris. Yeah, how you doing? Yeah. How's everybody yeah, doing? Yeah, he is. Okay. How's everybody doing? Okay, well, greetings well, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. 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 Do you want to share what you believe the Lord is saying right now to the church? Well. Only thing I have to say, I've been saying the last couple of years, and also Bishop has spoke on it, is that it's the scripture, Second Chronicles 12 and 32, is the sons and men of, of Issachar understood what time it is. And we have to under, really understand what time it is on this earth. And I hear a lot of people saying that, but the truth of the matter is, we really, especially the body of Christ, have to understand what time it is on this earth and for the body of Christ. Amen, amen. Thank you, Elder Mo. we really appreciate it. Amen, mm -hmm. amen. Bishop Thomas, thank you, sir, for, for, for being with us and just sharing with us tonight. And uh, we are really graced, uh, blessed by the word that you shared with us and look forward to further interactions so to all of you that have joined tonight i know you have you have gleaned something we're going to continue i'm going to build on 
on what uh, Bishop Thomas was speaking today about the, the office of the prophet, the spirit of the prophet, and the gift of the prophet next week. And we're gonna share a little bit more on it, but let's just bow together. Father, we love you, we adore you, we glorify you. We thank you for Bishop Thomas. We thank you for the Faith Tabernacle family. We bring each one of them before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you are moving in their lives and thank you, God, even for Elder Hadaway and we're praying, oh God, just your hand yes, of touch yes. and healing upon her. Oh God, upon everyone that is even within the family of Faith Tab, that they will see the miraculous hand of God. We thank you for what you are doing in their city. And I believe that you are gonna turn things around even in Detroit. Yes. Father, we pray, yes. oh God, that this will be a season of restoration, you, a season of restoration of the yes. economy, a season of restoration yes. of the infrastructure, a season of, uh, of restoration of all things, even the body of Christ coming into new levels and new dimensions of faith and yes. grace. Lord, we thanking you for open heavens, oh God, and divine impartations. I pray for the family of, uh, of faith tab that they would see the hand of God work, working miraculously in their lives. I thank you, God, that for a returning of sons and daughters into the house. I thank you for establishing yes. new, those that will be able to, to run with the vision and those that yes. will, will, will not only be capacitated, but also those that will be gifted and graced, oh God, to begin to bring to light and to serve within the aspect of this ministry. We bless them, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 God bless okay. you. Okay. God bless you. Take okay. care. Okay. Okay. okay.